Food, finance, and politics, and basically whatever I want to talk about. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Wiseology. Hope you had an amazing weekend. Uh, I did. Um, and what an exciting day of trading. We opened up at the top. Things were looking bright. Things were looking great. And wham, they whacked the market pretty good. Not everything, but they did whack some high flyers. They took out a lot of the SPACs today. Uh, all these crazy short squeezes that were going on that were creating these huge spikes in some pretty depressed stocks. GameStop, um, they ripped Bed, Bed Bath & Beyond. They, they uh, uh, those, I mean, those were the big ones. But essentially, I mean, GameStop was on death's door and then Retail America or Retail World ripped the stock in the shorts' faces, and the shorts were forced to play the wickedest game of leapfrog I've seen in quite some time. And just, I mean, the stock ripped and ripped and ripped, and then it cratered and cratered and cratered. So I feel bad for the people that were holding the bag at the top, but as, the, as they say, caveat emptor, uh, buyer beware. Anyway... Let's talk about how the market's shaping up as we go into earnings season. Now, most companies, most big companies, didn't provide guidance based on COVID in uh, the latter parts of 2020. And they said until the world resumed to a somewhat normal economy, even though it's going to return to a new normal, um, they weren't going to give guidance anymore. Earnings have been okay. Um, but I expect to see as the choppiness comes out of the market that I spoke about earlier in the month that we're going to see some more stability in these FANG stocks which they still continue to show strength we've got Apple earnings um, full disclosure I'm long Apple coming out Wednesday Tesla's this week uh, some pretty big companies are reporting um, I, I think Apple I've, I have found historically that it's not a good thing to bet against Apple um, going into fourth quarter uh, most analysts get burned that way, and most of the short sellers get burned as well, especially with the, the iPhone 12. Um, I imagine that the retail sales for Christmas, pandemic aside, um, I think they did really well. You know, people were upgrading home computers for homeschooling. Uh, some people were upgrading computers for stay-at-home work. Um, services will just keep chugging along as it does. Um Anyway, I mean, that's Apple. I think the FANG stocks are going to continue to continue really to do well. Um, I know I mentioned Goldman Sachs previously. I still like what they're doing. Um, the SPAC business is killing a lot of the investment banking business because people can avoid the true IPO process. It kind of gives you two looks. You're stopped or you're guaranteed um, a floor with a SPAC until they do their first acquisition. Then, then you're on your own. Um, but at least it gives you a look um, with downside protection. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a floor as to what you can lose in a SPAC before they do an acquisition. After they do an acquisition, then, you know, you're at the risk of the market 100%. Um, the back to normal play, um, still a little tricky. You know, unfortunately, I think that, you know, we were promised a much better plan than what Trump had put together. And apparently... 
it was yesterday evening or this morning that um, unfortunately Joe Biden can't course correct uh, the direction of the pandemic um, with all the science that he uses that's apparently different than the Trump administration's. Well, we were hoping for more because that's what he promised. But as it turns out, there's nothing he can really do that hasn't already been done. Um, hopefully he can uh, get the vaccine out a little better than it has been so far. But it's early going, so we don't we don't uh, criticize the Biden administration for that. Uh, nor do we uh, discriminate against the Trump administration. I think that falls in the state's hands. Anyway, as we resume back to normal, you should see... Um, some of these back to normal plays and hospitality, travel, entertainment, they should slowly, slowly be creeping up and they should be on your radar uh, of things to own. Uh, now, we're not going to go back to a fully normal situation. Therefore, um, I'd be cautious with some of the names. Um, I'd be cautious with some of the names. You know, pick and choose your spots. I would pick probably best in breed uh, within some of these back-to-normal stocks. Um, you know, they could be, you know, theme parks. It could be, you know, like I said, movie theaters, cruise lines, um, airlines, hotel chains, hotel REITs. If you're going to get back into these names, first of all, dip your toe in because we're in a very frothy environment right now. I think we're in a, in a pretty extreme peak. Net-net, we're still going to close the year at the highs. But if you're worried about a short-term loss, you know, proceed with caution. Don't go all in here. Um, I'd like to think that um, if you stick with the best in breed, so even if you decide to buy an airline stock, and let's say they take the airline stocks another leg down, for example, if you buy the best in breed, when I say the best in breed, they're the strong player in the group with a strong balance sheet, um, every, you know, not a lot of debt uh, compared to its peers. Now, there are certain industries that are pretty debt heavy to begin with, capital intensive. Uh, the airline industry being one, they have payroll to deal with and they have all those planes that they either lease or own and they have to maintain. I would stick with the best of breed in these back to normal stocks. You know, the best in the theme parks, the best in the cruise ships. Take a look at the balance sheets. Those are the ones that are going to lead the, the groups out of the doldrums, so to speak, or the lows. Um, I wouldn't stick your neck out here. I, and again, and, and by the way, crypto, uh, the crypto has been very choppy. Um, most people are calling for a, a correction. Some say it already happened. It was a little blip. I think it's going to be equally choppy, and I still think there's going to be more downside before the trend continues upward. Um, I think we're going to see a violent downdraft in it. Not permanent, but enough to, enough to scare some people. But again, if you're, you have a long-term vision, then you shouldn't be bothered by the, peaks, you know, the short-term peaks and troughs. Um, in any event, um, we have a special um, interview coming out at the um, – later this week with a, a massive foodie in Miami. So I'm looking forward for you uh, to all hear that uh, and to get his thoughts on food in general. Uh, more on that on Thursday. But in any way, um, don't get seasick here. Uh, stay the course. Um, the market's going to take us to the promised land. 
Um, just be just be nimble and be uh, be a little cautious at these levels because things seem to be a little ahead of themselves here. Have an awesome day. I can't wait to talk to you guys Thursday, and hopefully you okay. get a little wiser. A solid Olympic 10. Absolute zero. Food, finance, and politics, and basically whatever I want to talk about.